Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. there <laughs> yeah really trying to like build up a narrative and like oh i love it really make you feel something you know yeah i mean how have you been cody because it's been like two weeks since i've spoken to you and i feel like we need to catch up <laughs> it's been a millennia i know and yeah you've been out you were out of town well yeah <laughs> so week. i i'm so glad that you all were tolerant on my substitute last week i hope you liked her <laughs> but i want to catch up with you personally because of i found course. out a lot of information about roxanne last week but i did not find out a lot of information about you i think <laughs> that's true i really let roxanne kind of take the heat on that one <laughs> and honestly was it worth it you know was that for the best debatable was it worth it let me work it. I literally <laughs> was just thinking that. Shut the fuck up. Like, hi, this. welcome to Into the Twilight. Welcome to Into the Missy Elliott podcast is what I'm saying. Yeah. God, I can't believe, like, why hasn't this been a Missy Elliott podcast this whole the time? The whole time. Or We've has just it? Been you know, fucking these past yeah. two years. I mean, listen back. If you back, weave together. <laughs> no, if you listen, listen to everything backwards. back in reverse. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It'll all be there. It's every, it's the entirety of Miss Yellow's discography. Oh my god, I love that reference too, because I can only say the first two lines, the rest of it is just fucking gibberish to me still. It's been 20 years, and I know that I've looked at the lyrics. And we've all just been guessing, all of us, every single one of us. Yeah, I mean, it's basically when I say the, like, the last couple lines, it's just like my order that I get at the local diner, like, I don't know. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, who the fuck knows, you know what I mean? You could just change it up every time. Maybe it's a spell. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, maybe it evokes <laughs> Roxanne. Who the fuck knows? It's really whatever you want it to be, and I think that's the main. Honestly, I'm so glad Elliot's work <laughs> that she's so inclusive. You know, like really, just yeah. put your own narrative in there. I love that. Fuck me. Oh god. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be back with you. Um, Roxanne is locked back into her cage, a la um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire style, and we'll just never speak of her ever again if that works for everybody well, yeah. else. No, I think it, I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because, and I mean, I don't like to do callbacks to our episodes too much, but I was (laughs) tripping on so much Dayquil when we talked last week, and apparently I tried to make a Roxanne-Roseanne connection, and that's just a corrections corner for me personally to admonish myself, (laughs) and to not necessarily even call myself in this time, but just to call myself out and say, sorry, what was happening in that moment? Why would I I ever try to reference the show? Of you trying to be like, I made a mistake. I've done a, I've done a bad thing, <laughs> and I need to correct it. Hey, that goof, it was wrong, shit, and I'm sorry. It was honestly really bad. You ever do a bit so bad that you have to publicly apologize in your podcast the next week? <laughs> hey, you ever do a bit so bad that you just want to pretend like there's an altar in your life? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, so thanks for all listening and sticking with it because it was a shit show and I like I sort of sound fine but like I don't so we'll see how this goes maybe I've said Roxanne's name too many times maybe she will come back from the void you know yeah I (laughs) need to talk to you about something that's been very important and a a very interesting development in the last week as I've been on my personal deathbed um (laughs) dying from the plague apparently Billy Burke's been doing some shit and 
It has not come up in any of our Google Daily Digests, and I'm fucking suing because (laughs) I can't believe that I check this every single day on our email account, and every day it's like, Stella Maxwell and Kristen Stewart, gal pals, as they're literally, like, (laughs) fucking on a bench in the middle of the street. Right. (laughs) And they don't have the audacity to tell me that Billy Burke is in a new movie with Uh, Gabrielle Union that's coming uh, out literally like tomorrow it's i mean it's not i mean it's coming out in like two months but still that's basically tomorrow he plays a bad cody and i am struggling to handle it wow charlie swan our charlie swan mustache and all no he doesn't have the mustache um i'm sorry uh, but like that's (laughs) i'm literally maybe that's it like you take away the man's mustache and he's immediately evil which is honestly the only time that's ever happened in terms of a mustache any other time you put on a mustache, you are automatically evil. Yeah, but, like, you take it away, and Billy Burke, uh, he somehow looks ten years younger, and therefore oh. is more dangerous. <laughs> and, like, he's already a white man, so, like, listen. So but then you take away the mustache, <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, anyway, no. I'm just saying. That's very exciting. I watched the trailer twice in movie theaters. Every time I get really spooked, because I'm like, Charlie, stop it. You have a family. Hey. No, you got kids. One, like, think but... of Carlisle, first of all. Like, <laughs> yeah. he would not think want you to be getting husband. into hard crime. Like, that's what he's for. <laughs> but second of all, like, Gabrielle Union is a bae, and she's uh, she still looks 22. She's been 22 for forever. 75 years at this point. <laughs> and Can it's we... honestly remarkable. I'm changing this podcast. We're talking about Gabrielle Union for the next two years. I'm very on board with all of this. This is a new podcast where we talk about Gabrielle Union and Missy Elliott solely. And if you have uh, problems... Don't. (laughs) I just, you can really tell how much we love the work that we do because the amount of times we just want to change our podcast entirely. (laughs) Because every week when I start talking to you, I say welcome to Into The and it's different every single time because I'm so willing to throw away Twilight at the drop of a hat at this point. Anytime we talk about any celebrity that's not involved in Twilight, we're like, why haven't we just been talking about this? For two years. That would have been we... much more fun. I know. It would be far less painful, but alas, Absolutely. those will just be Patreon-only episodes someday in the future. Um, sure. But yes, anyway, I just thought that that was important to it discuss is. with you. Thank, Thank you. you. Would you like to talk about current events with me? Hell the fuck yeah, dude. <sighs> what if one of these days you just say no and we just stop the podcast next <laughs> minute <and listen? laughs> You know like, what? No, I it, cro- it crosses my mind. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> fuck off. I mean, that's fair, honestly. You know what? Like, you know what's coming, so, like... It's fair. Yeah. Wow. Okay, could you do me the honor of talking about this first link for me, please? My God, I would want nothing more, because... Oh. This is the most visually stimulating website I've ever <laughs> been to in my entire life. It is really a look, Tia. I think this is part of... I actually don't know. But oh. this is from GQ because, and one, I don't I know if it was last month or like recently, he was the cover star of GQ, which was very jarring for me in 2018. It was so good though. So nice. Like it, it was felt great. like it was 10 years ago again. Absolutely. But so this is like on the same website and it's like celebrity lookbook. Here's how Robert Pattinson like dresses like a cool guy. And then there's like this photo of him just wearing a hoodie. <laughs> okay, I was literally just looking at that one and I'm dying at the caption. And behind him it's like a splatter effect that makes it like, like an intense drop shadow and it's like, boom, this guy is like on the move and look at how cool and badass he is. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, he just he's just walking in, in his life. Yeah, so this photo, there's like 20 photos of him, right? And it's this guy to dressing like a badass. The one that they have that they use with the header is from December 13th of last year. And the caption says, in a hoodie from an all-female skateboarding crew. And then in parentheses, it's just like a couple exclamation points in Los Angeles. And so I just thank That's you. That's very good. I also gift. appreciate them hyperlinking. <laughs> I know I know very important work being done here also um I know that this is an audio medium and not a visual podcast but my current mood is the November 15th photo where our Pats looks like he's sucking on an airhead on this red carpet and it's <laughs> a very good yep yeah I'm a huge fan of this um oh my god do you remember when he had frosted tips last year stop and you just I'm just stop. No, I can't I believe need, we all know. No, we, I need no, you to remember. I, no. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I need everyone to stop. How did we let both Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart have frosted tips in 2017? How did we let that happen? How did we let anybody have frosted tips last year? And it just to not <sighs> still be a conversation point at this given moment is all Listen, I'm saying. I get it. But also, do you? What? No, I mean, I don't get, like, why we do it, why people still do it. I love this fucking man on the move on the photo from <laughs> May 24th of last year when they're taking photos of the Cannes Festival, which, hey, remember when I had that, ex- like, internal and fucking existential <laughs> crisis about saying Cannes Festival? <laughs> and I just, like, my brain fucking shut off. Ca- can, can I? <laughs> Listen, don't make me relive this. <laughs> but he's just, like, mid-step, and I just love everything about this article is so important because like they're not even art like they're not even hyperlinking you to like what he's wearing they're just it's just a glorified fucking article about pretty photos okay i need you to look at the one for valentine's day of last year immediately oh my god i can't even right now excuse me look at this how did we not hear about this how did this get sent directly to us i know we are his (laughs) but also a muppet like I know what an wearing like snakeskin Doc Martens and like <laughs> and like this weird pole gelled back hair. It's the longest coat I've ever seen in my whole life. Absolutely! Wow! Oh my god! So that's a gift. So thank, thank you, you so GQ. Much. Thank you, thank you. Okay, this last one has an autoplay video, which is disrespectful to everybody involved. (laughs) There's this woman named Susan Schamberger. She had cancer, and then she died from cancer. And there's this Press Connects place, like, they wrote an article all about her life and, like, celebrating everything, how she was a kindergarten teacher and all this badass stuff. But the reason why I wanted to share this is because in the article, they have this whole subsection about her and her love of Twilight, including this photo of her um, with a Twilight fucking, what are those, you know, the sparkly balls that go on Christmas trees? What are those? Hey, I love teamwork. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so she's holding one of those, and I love this so much because she had... One of the quotes is, inside Sue's room was what she called the Shrine of Twilight, made up of bookshelves and a glass case. The shrine was filled with every piece of Twilight memorabilia she could get her hands on. So, this lovely, amazing person. Like, 
she was down with the clown in of Twilight, which I love a lot. Like, would take days off just to go watch the movies, all the shit. And when oh. she was in the hospital, before she died, like, the nurses called her Mrs. Cullen, which goals, first of all, <laughs> and also is very on brand. And, like, I'm, I feel like I'm looking into the future. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. all of this shit. Like, I'm gonna have Twilight ornaments on my Christmas tree. You know what I mean? As I'm if surprised I don't you already. don't already. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll never tell. You don't know. I, I mean, I that tell, is also very true. But I don't. Um, hey, Damn, you should get on good, Yeah. Also, so I switched over to the Edward Cullen soap. This is just like a fun Christmas update from the gifts yeah, that just Cody an gave update. me. Because um, I finished the, what was I using? The Jacob Black one before. And yeah. now, literally, the sparkle. Cody, I have it. I am the sparkle all the time. I love that. Um, it's great. And if this is what Edward Cullen smells like of this, like, honey lilac bullshit, listen, I don't mind it. You I know? get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand it is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, we got a question this week. Yeah. And I feel like it's a pretty good callback, um, you know, to the things that we've been doing sure. every week for two years now. It was, what would be in our Twilight fan fiction? Oh, my God. Tell me wow. everything Please and thank you. Go. I need to shut up and stop talking so you can go, please. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, it's obviously is Carla it obvious? and Charlie. I mean, there <laughs> it is. Obviously. Yeah. Well, fuck. No. Okay. Well, yes. So it would be that, right? But it would be every all of my gay ships, right? So, so it would be Charlie and Carlo and also, like, the third wheel, Billy Black, who's, like, trying to get in but, like, is not yeah. in it. Yeah. And also, of course, yeah. um, Jessica. There you and go. What's-Her-Face. Lauren. Lauren. There and you also go. Bella trying to get a slice of that pie, but you know, not as successful. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. We yeah. want a kitschy Twilight fanfiction that's ridiculous and the This is gonna be campy I- as fuck. Like this It's is- campy as fuck, right? So here's yeah. what I'm thinking. Right. If we're making this fanfiction together, because this is how I'm taking this question now. Sure. Maybe <laughs> this is now a collaborative fanfiction. It's yeah. <laughs> what if if we're if we're going campy and gross, sure. what if someone goes across the way, like maybe in Carlisle's like secret library stash, he has like ancient aphrodisiac, and it accidentally gets like spilt, and oh then God. everybody in the town just starts like finally confessing their loves. Wow. And that's how it happens, because then you can flip from multiple perspectives sure, and yeah, get all yeah. of your ships in one. Uh, I think we've crafted it. I think. I mean, I think that's it, right? So. Out of all the research that we've done <laughs> unintentionally, Accidentally. we now know how to make the perfect fanfiction. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you just put all of the words I've said at the end of our podcast for the past two years together, it could probably make some sort of nice fan fiction. Sure, um, yeah. And I feel like that's a good work for somebody in their life. And it's yes. also, like, not even like it's too late, right? Like, people are still doing this. So people we can are... just, like, we could have our two seconds of fame, like, in the fan I'm... fiction world right now. I'm not fucking kidding. I had to look up a fan fiction today, and there was one posted, like, two hours ago. Like, I somehow am not realizing it, but, like, another version of me is writing fanfiction <laughs> as we're speaking right now. Yeah. It's still occurring. There are people keeping these sites alive with Twilight fanfiction. Oh, my God. I, I love the fact that this podcast has allowed me to read fanfiction and, like, make up for the time that in my middle school life I never did. Yeah, I still can't believe that. That's crazy. I mean, one, can you imagine, like, me on my living room den computer, my fucking Dell 
like computer trying to look up fan fiction on dial-up internet my mom would have been like what the fuck are you doing like I know that's what all of y'all did but um I already had enough shame in my life so now I just make up for it by repenting every week by reading fan fiction I don't know what the fuck's going on god okay would you like to talk about the end of life and death with me please and boy would I boy Boy, that's all I have to say. Boy, howdy. <laughs> These last 12 chapters were, um, oy, um, were interesting. <laughs> so even though, like, I read it multiple times, I still needed to keep refreshing and, like, looking over at that character chart. Always. Constantly. I'm always, like, who the fuck is who? Like, like what is your name? <laughs> I know Archie is Alice, but, like, is Archie Alice? You know what I mean? Like, who is Archie? Let's talk about Riverdale. where's Jughead? You know what? See, see, you get it. You get it. You understand. I've never watched that show. You're better off. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It gets Uh, bad real fast. That is also what I have heard. So, anyways, I want to know your initial thoughts about life and death. Part two. Man, I mean, because, like, the first part was basically identical, right? It was just like... Yes, it's just Twilight over again. Right. Like, I know what's happening. Like, it's like, oh, it's a cool, like, refreshing, like, part of, like, oh, I remember this. This was fun or whatever. Exactly. Um, But the last fucking half was, like, ah, shit. Let's just fucking change everything. And, like, I get it, right? Because... Yeah. Because Stephanie's, like... She knows that she doesn't have uh, four extra books to play with, you know, to, like, expand this whole, like, weird fucking universe that she's created for yes. this 10, 10 year anniversary thing so she's like let me just like tie as many ends as i can at the end of this book yes and make it like its own story and hope it just like plays out which like probably makes the most amount of sense but it's still very jarring to like read and be like what that's how you decided it to happen yeah i mean there's so much to talk about in right. these last 12 chapters but i mean the main the main difference here other than the fact that it's just twilight literally like literally reimagined just like it says on the cover um right. <laughs> are those it's like the the last like two or three chapters um but particularly like the last chapter and then the fucking epilogue right yeah because that's when things get buck wild and com- are completely different than twilight where stephanie is just like i mean fuck it let's yeah, just you know change what? it all why not um, I do have to say, though, that, like, having to read Joss... Oh, my God. ...multiple times, other than James, I couldn't take him seriously. I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe this Hollister model is coming after Bo. Right, like, it's supposed to be, like, a super intimidating, like, scary dude, you know? Joss yeah. is the opposite of that. Yeah. It's either... When I think of Joss, I think of two things, right? I think of either this, like, Hollister model that, mm-hmm. like injects protein shakes into his veins or it's literally joss whedon in this this book who's chasing after poor Bo and trying to make him become a vampire now here's the thing that we need to spend three hours discussing is joss whedon a vampire damn all i'm saying is that the media points to maybe (laughs) i just shook my eight ball and it says hmm I would so okay. First of all, does your magic eight ball do the Tim Allen like home improvement drone? <laughs> it does. I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. I got a special edition of my eight ball on Etsy, specifically the home improvement themed. I'm so glad that you asked. Yes. But also, if I were a magic eight ball, I would absolutely be one that says the media points to blank. <laughs> like that is Literally. that is that is me. That is me. Yeah, you would be the most indecisive magic eight ball. 
I, mine would literally be two things. It would say absolutely or fuck no. And yours would just be like three answers of like, mm, I don't know. What <laughs> like, did, it depends well, on the situation. <laughs> what does your you heart know? feel? Right, have, let's think about this. Let's contextualize this a little bit, shall we? <laughs> what, is the star, what do the stars say? Let's look at the theory, shall we? Let's oh play out God. all these dis- different scenarios in our heads and then never act upon them. I hated Magic 8 Balls as a kid specifically for that reason. Because, oh I mean, gosh. you shake them, right? And it's like, once you shake it, like, you know the answer of what you want <laughs> to get out of it. And sure. so... It was just so infuriating of being like, ugh, I just wanted to tell me what answer I want. It was like playing MASH and, like, having to cheat. And it's like, I know exactly what I want to get out of this. Why am I having to go through all this effort? I can't... You cheated at MASH? <laughs> you didn't cheat at MASH? Oh, my God. First of all. <laughs> no, you first of all. Get no, you... No, I don't... No, I started you know? this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, I'm coughing at listen, my lungs because I'm so surprised that you never cheated at MASH. I can't believe you, who loves the fates and the stars and the fucking cosmos, <laughs> well, like, just rigged the system of this fun game. <laughs> listen, I would play MASH at home alone because I'm an only child who was a latchkey kid, right? Let's not get into it. I figured out how many times I would need to do it, how many times I could convincingly say, oh yeah, just say stop at this point so I could get that many notches. And then I would rig the system to get exactly what I wanted. So Cameron from second grade would fall in love with me and we would live in a beach house is all I'm trying to say. Now, did it happen? Obviously not. Uh, listen, I would judge you, but I... Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I would judge you, but I learned how to count cards very easily and also accidentally. Okay, so then I, yeah, so so like you're I, getting this <laughs> shit on mash, which is so innocuous, and over you're over here Absolutely. being like fucking dealer McGee, who's counting I, cards and switching <laughs> shit. Oh, don't even come for me. Listen, I just I didn't realize That's such it, a I was doing talent, it, and though. then I also and then I also realized that I didn't know how to do it without knowing it because I was like oh this makes the most amount of sense like I should be able to like figure it out and then I couldn't turn that part of my brain off and so I can't I can't play cards with people anymore because it's just bad I just cheat unintentionally I think the problem is is that I was an only child who had imaginary friends and so I thought that I was playing by the rules but in reality I was just learning how to cheat really well at games like Mancala don't even come for me like I played that game by myself all the time and it was like that fucking Jerry's game Pixar short where the guy is just like switching the fuck <laughs> fucking chess board on the other yeah. side that was me my whole life just like playing fucking monopoly with myself <laughs> low-key figuring out ways to like cheat the system and beat everybody oh while keeping an innocent face on myself all i'm saying is like maybe i have some psychopathic tendencies but like it's fine <laughs> i think that's how all only children are what the fuck were we talking about how did we sidebar nation this so bad oh okay is joss Whedon a vampire fuck <laughs> Give me the concrete answer that I can cut this out and put it on all of the news. I can send this to BuzzFeed. Oh my god. I don't have the answers. All I'm saying is yes. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm not not saying anything, but all I'm saying is yes. So, I feel like I'm not saying anything, (laughs) you know? fucking Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying anything, but what I am saying... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't come for me in my gemini ways it's not Listen, the time you you just come for yourself always 
and I hey, pointed this out. Is a, this would be a really good introduction to our Adam and Eve sponsorship if we had one. Fuck. However, um, that Shit. might need to wait until season two. So, hey. um, in addition to Joss, by the way, um, I love that like the other names like didn't really change. Like Laurent is now Lauren, right? Right. Victoria is now Victor, right? Like those are like sure. logical leaps. Makes sense. And then we had fucking James, who's just Joss. Sorry? I don't understand. (laughs) Why? Why? Um, I want to talk to you really quick, though, about the the ending here, right? So it's all basically the same, of Joss being like, let me nom down on that arm. And Bo's like, meh. Um, But... Instead of where it happens in Twilight of Edward, like, being able to suck the venom out and it's all, like, grossly sexual as, like, our past is, like, playing in the background, fucking Edith is like, eh, I tried. But then, like, Bo becomes a vampire. Like, he chooses it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. All I can think about is, like, how much that, like, explains the fucking... She, I, I just love that, like, Stephanie Meyer is all like, oh, yeah, I definitely didn't change anything. It's just the names <laughs> that are different. I definitely it's didn't so, change woo. just for, like, gender dynamics. But then, no. like, fucking Bo gets a choice here. And, right, like, yeah, Bo gets agency, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you know? So, shockingly. And, like, granted, Bella, like, chose her path sure, at right. the end, right? right? But, like... She didn't act like she was literally dying, and Edward was like, "Well, let me just fucking stab you with this needle of my venom." And also, Bella wanted to be a vampire from the fucking get go, and nobody would let her. She had nobody to wait listened to her until a fucking demon baby was eating her alive. That was the literal only way she would survive. Meanwhile, exactly. she's been asking for this <clears throat> since the book one. Yes. So here's what I'm saying. How do you think <laughs> that this would have been different? if this had been Bella's situation, right? If Edward had been like, I tried to get it out, but there's too much venom there, like, uh-huh. you're a vampire now. Right. How do uh. you feel like the series would have been different? Well, that changes everything, right? Because it's like... Yes. Because even at that point in Twilight, like, we haven't established anything with Jacob, for the most part. I know! And we haven't established anything, which is why I think the ending with Jules <laughs> is a-, a way of Steph kind of tying all the knots at the end as well. Yes. Like, and it's really interesting. But it's, like, there's so many things that if it were to end at Twilight, or, like, I guess the vampire part end at Twilight, it's, like, there's so many things that don't get explored, or so many things that will be different. Right. I feel like it would have been a fine one-off, right? Yeah, right. Because it's, like, it would have been Bella expressing her agency... Bella getting what she wanted in a roundabout way. I know. Like, she still would have been injured, which, like, sucks. But she became a vampire, so, like, it all was fixed and, like, it's fine. But then we wouldn't have had to deal with, like, Bella having to choose, like, you know, but not really choosing. Because, like, it was just Jacob being like, hey, I'm here. Look at my dick. And it's like, Jacob, you're 14. Like, please stop that. Please stop. Please stop just, like, undressing in front of all the swans to, like, become a wolf. It's weird. I, I don't know. I just thought that it was... I mean, it, it makes sense in this case because Stephanie only gets one book and, like, it's been 10 years and, like, right, I'm going to revise sure. everything. But also, it was just annoying that it's like, oh, great, so Bo gets agency and right. nobody listened to Bella. Great. Cool, cool. Great. Cool, 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 Yeah, I love that. Within that context, though, so when Bo changes, I thought that it was really interesting that he's, like, bombarded with all of the vampire rules. Yeah. It's like, here's um, all of the history and lore right now in, like, two seconds. <laughs> Yeah, because for Bella, like, it came at a much more natural pace, right? Right. But for Bo, it was like, hey, so you just changed. This is super wild. Let me give you all the download on everything that's happened. Right. And it just felt a little unnatural in a supernatural context, I guess. (laughs) But, like, and the thing is, like, with 
Bella and Edward, it was like their relationship obviously lasted a much longer period of time before she was a vampire, right? Yes. And so, like, she got to know about all the vampire shit very gradually and, like, with time and, like, with meeting all these vampires and, like, all these things. But, like, God, just thinking about, like, Bella and Edward's relationship at the end of book one, like, that's... It's, it's like nothing. Like, and they still, nothing has happened between them. And like they don't really know anything about each other for the most part. They know nothing about each other. Nothing has happened. And right. they have absolutely no skills in communicating. And so yeah, it's like, well, oh, okay, so which, now yeah. <laughs> you want to just make your, like, now everybody in this situation is immortal and we're just going to deal with the fact that you guys have not created a communication system within your relationship. Cool, cool, cool. Right. So cool, glad that that's happening. This is it forever, right? <laughs> Great. Well, because at this point, like, Bo and Edith are still at their fucking honeymoon stage of their relationship and Bo's still looking right. at sure. Edith like, oh my god, I love my tank wife. Uh-huh. And nothing has happened between them yet. They haven't had to go through any conflict other than the fact that, like, Joss just tried to, like, break Bo in half. Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, that's a conflict. Um, But they still weren't necessarily being able to communicate during that time because Edith still does the thing of, like, let's run away. And Bo's like, um, sorry? I have family here. So it's, like, not not a thing. Right. They're still, like, super kitschy, but I wanted to talk a little bit more, too, about the fucking epilogue. Because that's, yeah. like, when shit happens. Yeah. Um, oddly enough. In it's, I know. Literally the last second, Stephanie's like, oh, hey, by the way, Bo's, like, quote-unquote dead, right? So at the epilogue, they're all, like, he's just, like, watching this happen. And I feel so bad because I just, I love the idea that, one, like, Bo didn't go to the actual funeral, which was inside the church. Um, he's just going to, like, the graveside mm-hmm. service. And... So we're watching this like hearse come out and Bo's just like blushing if he could blush still um, about all of this because he's like, this is so much money, which is such a Virgo thing to do. God. Anyway, uh, I just think that it's super wild that like Stephanie goes into this whole thing about how they got like a fake body to put there. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot. Um, Oh, yeah, I get it. I wanted to talk about, though, like, I feel so bad for Charlie in this story and Renee and fucking Phil because they're, like, literally having a funeral service for Bo and he is not dead. Yeah. And it's such a bummer because at least, like, in Bella's story, she gets to keep Charlie around in her life. And that's a super important part of, like, not only her being able to have something that's her own, but kind of providing some aspect of normalcy. And so I feel like it would be super traumatic for anybody, but especially, like, a 17-year-old to just, like, watch their, like, death like that. Like, how do you just not... Yeah, that's super traumatic. So I felt really bad about all of that. But I wanted to talk to you about the fucking engagement that happens. Because... Yeah. What? (laughs) It's wild. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Steph just really tying every knot she can in this like 400 pages well yeah because this has to be a conclusive thing everything's done it's packaged up in a nice little bow in very edward fashion right this whole time especially during the change with bow edith has been like beating herself up for all this she's mm-hmm. doing the whole like meh i didn't want this for you you deserve so much right. better meh 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 me 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 and, like, it fits Edward's character so much more than it does Edith's, right. which is so wild, but anyway. And then they just start, like, talking to each other about shit, and then all of a sudden, Bo says shit about, like, oh, yeah, marriage. And then Edith looks over, like, 
was that a proposal? <laughs> and it's, this is how bad their communication skills are at this time, right? God. Like, there's yeah. nothing is happening that's in a clear way. They don't know anything about each other, and they don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah. And no. this is it forever. This is the... <laughs> Literally And not forever. that Bella and Edward know how to talk to each other, because they don't. No, but they also, don't. But I mean, at least they at least gone a little through, bit more time. Like, trials yeah. in the relationship, and they've gone through, like, some serious shit, and they kind of know something. Oh, so it's like... Fuck. It's literally so bad because, okay, so Bo says, wow, I'm super flattered and it's stuffy. So there's like a million ellipses during this point. And Bo's like, you would really marry me, Edith? And then she asks, is that a proposal? And fucking Bo is like, sure, sure it is. Oh my really? God. Who says that? Who does that? What proposal? <laughs> Who's man's? Sure, man. Like, let's just fucking do the damn thing and get married. You know what? Now that you mention it, let's just fucking go. Let's yeah. go to Vegas right yeah. now. I mean, let's I try. was joking before when I said a proposal, but like, sure. Now I'm serious. Yeah, actually. Now I really want this. God damn it, Bo. Ugh, God. I mean, I know that like every time you stare at Edith, you're just like amazed by your tank wife. But like, she's not your and, tank like, wife I get yet. It. No. She's you don't just... get to call her your tank wife yet. No. God damn it. <sighs> Anyways, but they still do this gross stuff, right? Because it's still stuffy. And so she's always like, you're the life I choose. And like, it feels like my life had never had a point until I found you. And all I can imagine is like me writing this three years ago and being like, romance, (laughs) which is so embarrassing. But I mean, it's true. So it's probably important to talk about. Um, I guess. It's so much easier to make fun of myself when I was in middle school, but like I read this in college, so yeah, um, <laughs> this was very recent. That was three years ago, so Ugh. yikes. But yeah, so I wanted you mentioned the end before, like with Jules. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Go ahead. So like, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Actually, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I get on my soapbox. <laughs> First of all, I love Jules. Let the record show I love Jules always. Jules for always. Jules POV forever. Literally, please. But, like, the thing is, like, it's not a love triangle, right? Because, like, even at the end of Twilight, like, Jacob's like, hi, I'm here, and that's it. Like, we don't really get anything until New Moon, obviously. But in this one, it's, like, the same thing. Because it's just, we're tying, we're cutting everything at the end right there, and that's it. So there's no, like, weird, will they, won't they, like, what? Or, like, weird... Thing. It's like, no, we're good. It's whatever. And then there's, like, wolf shit, right? There's a lot of wolf shit. So we find out that Jules is a vampire in Twilight, which... Now, hold on. Or, not in Twilight, sorry. In the first <laughs> Life and Death. Do we, we find out that Jules is a vampire, Cody? Uh, fuck. That Cause... was everything. Every part of that sentence <laughs> was wrong. <laughs> Literally every word of that was wrong. <laughs> yes. Try again, please. But I we want find out that, that Jules is a werewolf. There you go. In life and death. There you go. Which we don't find out about Jacob Black at the end of Twilight, which Correct. is what I was trying to say. I just put both those sentences in one. Got in, it in the into. wrong order. Got it into, baby. Um, so yeah, and that's important, right? Because like we don't really find out about a lot of the wolf shit. I mean, like we do with like the weird lores and legends at La Push, but like we don't get like concrete like wolf shit. Let's go. Yes. And then there's like treaty shit because Bo obviously got turned, and then they were like, "Hey, motherfucker, yep. why are you doing that? You can't do that. We had that's the one rule we got. Body what are you is doing? pissed. Yeah. Yes. As she should be. Understandably so. Yeah. Of totally. course. 
Bonnie um, deserves the world. <laughs> and I think more than anything, I think Bonnie is just confused. Like, wait, you chose this? Why? <laughs> Why? Gross. Gross. <laughs> just like fucking Bonnie is just like goes on their soapbox to just like king shames the shit out of Bo. Like, I can't believe. Yeah, so it's like a whole thing. It's like basically New Moon and Eclipse in yeah, like ten pages. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine, but yeah, so they they like settle it to the point that they can, and then in typical Stephanie fashion, the end of the epilogue is she uses forever still. Like, she keeps that the same of, like, oh, I guess that now that everything's fine, like, we can just stay here forever. And it's, like, forever. And it's, like, fuck, Stephanie, shut up. Um, but, but she's, like, hey, but this time it really is forever. But Get this it? time. I'm, I'm Stephanie Meyer. Hi, everyone. And he's like, reading my book. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer just, like, fucking pops up on there. It's, like, a fucking pop-up ad. Like, hi, I'm Stephanie Meyer. So glad that you read my novel. I mean it when I say forever. You are contractually obligated at this point. The fucked up thing, fucking though. Fucking Stephanie Meyer is the fucking paperclip. Like the Microsoft paperclip. It's like, hi. Oh my God. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you know that I know <laughs> that you're reading my book. Would you Literally. like some help with reading this? Do you want me to tell you what I want, what I wanted to tell you? Let's go. Let's Cody, this. Yeah. this changes everything. <laughs> oh my God. But it makes so much sense. It does. it does. Oh, all the puzzle pieces in my head are clicking together. Oh. <laughs> Now all I can imagine is her as a fucking as the the fucking paperclip when you're like trying to type something out in Word or like on your Google Docs and you're trying to write something that's like sort of romantic in a story and she's like, but did you mean that they should be together forever? Did you mean that they stared at each other's eyes for forty five seconds straight? I think you should add some more ellipses here. Hi, did you want to add an adverb here? I feel like you should. Oh you would my god. Do you want ellipses? I don't you know like, uh, if there's enough italics in what you're writing yeah. right now. How about, what if, hear me out, we just change the font just in the middle, just in the middle of this text. Just. <laughs> oh my God. What if you include some handwritten notes? That way you can change the font again in the middle. What if God was one of us? Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Cody. Honestly, who's bad now? You know what I mean? Oh my god. Listen, if you're gonna fucking throw all the bad shit in here, then I'm gonna do it too. Mine had a, tr- a, a progression. There was, I transitioned into it. You just throw in who's bad any chance you can. Listen, Roxanne and didn't it never do it, works. so. Oh my god. Somebody's gotta do it. Okay, we need to take a second and talk about the ships here. Because. Please. Um, please. Tumblr is massive on the ships here and so i feel like it's really important to talk about obviously the straits still like (laughs) listen um love sorry i'm allergic (laughs) (laughs) i know i should have warned you i'm so sorry um and Bo and edith however a lot of tumblr loves Bo and edward and edith and bella discuss hell yeah huge fan okay thank you that's yeah (laughs) there's so much good fan art about this and i feel like can we talk about these fucking two tank wives matching up against the world nothing would have gone wrong i'm just saying i want you to keep in all of those groans please (laughs) that was very important to my audio experience and i feel like it will be important to other people's audio experience it's like you actually can't edit that out it's illegal i I won't let you yep now, just imagine 
Just yeah. just think about it. Just think about it, you know? And then just think about a little soft, blushy bow with Edward. Oh. And just, oh. like, how pure that is. I love that. I love that so much. I love it a lot. Oh, God. And just Edward being like, so anyway, here's Wonderwall. And Bo just, like, dying. Because <laughs> you know Bo loves Wonderwall. <laughs> You know. You know. We all know. Listen. We all know. Come on. Look at him. Hey. <laughs> you see listen. this boy? This scraggly boy? Have you seen this brown-haired, fucking blue-eyed, blushy boy? This moppy-haired boy. <laughs> this fucking Trips <laughs> Flat Stanley McGee of a man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. And then fucking Edith, our beautiful take wife, and beautiful. just taking care of Bella, and Bella taking care of Edith. Oh, oh my God. Just two tanks. Now, listen. Think about this. Double date. Edith. Uh, Bella. Lauren. Jessica. Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think you just broke my headphones and I love it. I'm already, like, did you see, like, how much more fun I'm having? (laughs) Just the... From the sheer mention of us playing in this space for the game. I know. You definitely love this space a lot more. This would have been so much more fun. I love that idea a lot more, personally. It's so much better. (sighs) Yes. Just, hey, Stephanie, paperclip that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Think about that. Hey, I know you wrote this to be straight, but did you really want want to be straight? Are you sure? Did you? Are you sure? The one thing that I want to talk about, though, before we end this discussion on life and death forever, um, (laughs) is royal story. Yeah. So, in Eclipse, Edward tells Rosalie's story to Bella. And then, obviously, in the movie, like, it's very good and how it's visualized. But then, Mm -hmm. in this, in the fucking end, when Bill becomes a vampire, Royal, like, tells his own story. Mm. I was curious what your thoughts were on, like, the differences between those two. Because, I don't know, I felt like, in that case... I felt kind of weird and contrived that Stephanie was like, oh, yeah, I was totally dating this girl, and Mm -hmm. then she had another man come and kill me. Right. It's just, like, it's it's a false equivalency, right? Like, exactly. It's, it's not something you could easily gender swap and it still be the same. Right? Unless you just, like, continued the fact of, like, a sexual assault in there. Right. And Which, even like, that, like, that could have been a really interesting and important take to have on it, right? To be like, hey, exactly. this, this could also happen to a dude vampire who's, like, similar to Rosalie being, like, really affluent and really, like, um, all these things yeah. and still be, like, victimized in some way. Would have been really interesting and would have been probably the smart way to do this. But instead, However, it just got so weird. It just seemed very, like, oh, man, my, like, jealous girlfriend or, like, my this, this like, crazy girl. Like, it... it I feel like in Rosalie's, she was seen as, like, like championing over, like, something, like an injustice or whatever. Yes. Um, Roy was kind of, like, something really inconvenient happened, and it was all the fault of, like, some, like, dumb girl or whatever that he was with, and, like, just was, like, mad and jealous or whatever, and then had someone kill him. It just, it didn't, it doesn't equate, right? It's, like, it's Yeah, just, it was weird. Like, it's not that deep. It's not, I... Hey, listen. Like, <laughs> hey! Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I just thought that it was important to talk about that because yeah. obviously, like we we discussed Rosalie's discussion um, of her assault and yeah. like her death in such detail, and then it just felt like a a weird thing for Stephanie just to throw in, right? And just not 
do it justice. How could I possibly write Rosalie's story for a dude? I wonder. I, I wonder. What if I just, hear me out, what if I just make it some girl that sends someone to kill her? It was That's so weird. The same, right? Yeah. It's the same. Um, but overall, what are your feelings about life and death? I think it was a fun time. Oh. I think it was a, f- I think it was a fun little, like, vacation away from Twilight, but also in Twilight. It's also a nice revisiting of Twilight, right? Yeah, of course. It's not very often that I get you to say fun on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, take it in. (laughs) Let it it simmer. We we probably won't hear it for a while after this. For a while. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was interesting. I think, I mean, I kind of expected a lot of the things that ended up me having problems with just because it's the way that... Right, yes. And Stephanie (laughs) and the, the way that she thought she was doing things and the reasons that she thought she was doing things didn't sure. really line up with what she was actually doing and her being like wow none of these changes were because like they're different genders it's the same story and whatever but like you still get biases and you still get like preconceived notions of these characters because of how you write them and how you view them differently because they are now different genders it, yeah but I think yeah. it was fun those fucking names though goddamn. Yeah, it's so much. Yeah, too much. Um, I shouldn't have to look through thesaurus to read your book and understand it. Okay, seriously. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So, Life and Death, it's a wild ride. I would say... (laughs) Stop it. Um, (laughs) But I do think that it was nice to be able to kind of wrap up the saga that way. Yeah. For sure. I I like it as like a nice little love letter, I guess, to Twilight, right? Yeah, I think so You can tell she just wanted a way to get back in there. Oh my god, yeah. Any excuse, right? Please, anything. <laughs> I need this. I need this. She she does. Um, she needs that that good good money. Speaking of that, next week we are not reading. Instead, stay tuned Ow. for a special announcement. So that should be fun. Um, Ow. we'll be telling more about that later on. Um, Ow! No, <laughs> thank you so much for howling at the moon. Um, I am Jules. I'm calling Jules. Fuck, man. I, I love Jules wife. so much. Me too. Um, More Jules 2018. Speaking of Jules Black, let's talk about our amazing patrons who I am pulling up reductress right now oh fuck so <laughs> my hands have, my fingers have never typed something so fast i know seriously okay so thank you to rachel black whose article on reductress this week is inspiring this woman is saving all the good bags good work donica <laughs> <laughs> thank you jessica stanley also known as woman who's not into drama currently nurturing eight unrelated crutches <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay um thank you to katie weber otherwise known as how to stop procrastinating after you deal with each and every blackhead <laughs> thank you to rachel yorkie our fucking queen among oh queens. my god God. God amongst men. With that fat donation. Also known as Meet the American Girl Doll, who wants to make sure Addie knows how woke she is. Oh my god. <laughs> and thank you to Shannon Clearwater, otherwise known as Woman Listening to Sad Music While She's Already Sad to Be Sadder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a fucking. Oh my god. I love Reductress so much. Uh, thank you. Um, so thank you all very much. Okay, so Cody, 
<clears throat> yeah. Our, my fanfiction for you this week should have been a Taylor Brown Browntown TMTM fanfiction. Uh, however, fanfiction.net is down, question mark. <laughs> Someone finally let that place go to the hellhole yeah. it deserves. Thank God. We flew too close to the sun. Honestly. <laughs> we just got taken away. So I needed to do my own work to be able to provide a fanfiction for you this week. So I found one titled Victoria's Secret, and it's written by Verity. It was published in June of 2008. The reason why I wanted to read this one for you is here are some of the, the highlighted tags on Archive of Our Own for this. So Edward Cullen slash Bella Cullen. Alice Cullen, Victoria, humor, graphic depictions of sparkle, and satire. Oh, wow. That's it. That's yep. it. Okay, that's so I, that's what I'm saying. And the summary is, Alice knows the plan. Bella wants a wardrobe. Now Edward has a pressing problem. So this is from chapter one. Oh, God. I'm reading fan fiction. <laughs> it's very bad. Okay. It was a Saturday and early in the morning. When I rejoined Bella at noon, I was not surprised to find her already aware of the task at hand. You bring my girl back safely, Charlie said gruffly. Hey, remember Charlie? Um, <laughs> of course, Chief Swan, you know how important she is to be, I reassured him, taking the car keys from Bella, who flashed Charlie her sparkling testament to my love. After sliding into the driver's seat of Bella's new Mercedes, I gently kissed the lips of the girls I adored. The touch of the... M- of my marble orifice to her warm, ready one, <laughs> brought on a soft sigh <laughs> and a prompt slump into unconsciousness. I, too, sighed with pleasure. Now Bella wouldn't complain about how fast I was driving. The nearest mall that Alice deemed acceptable was in Tukwila, just south of Seattle. Bella yawned and came to just as we were pulling into the parking lot. We're here already, she remarked, sounding surprised. It doesn't take that long. My darling lambikins, I reassured her, especially when I'm driving. With vampire speed, I moved to open up her car door. You're such a gentleman, she cooed as I unfastened her seatbelt. Just protecting my cargo, my sweet meat, I said, dazzling her with worshipful topaz eyes and scene. Wow. My sweet meat, Cody. <laughs> Who wrote That's what this? I'm calling you from now on. Don't you dare call I'm me. I'm changing your, sweet your contact meat. name. I've already, it's already done. It's done. Okay, well it's then I'm booked. calling you Lambykins because that's the grossest thing I've ever had to read out loud. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, this is so <laughs> Get bit? This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at krausefilms.com. The intro and outro is done by kb underscore underscore smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Y- 
Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, th this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.